everyone. I'm Lauren MacGyver. And I'm Teresa Roca. And this is Teen Mom Time. We're here to fill you in on all the fight. Why are you so white trash? All the custody battles. Corey's trying to take our kids from All the romance drama. Getting divorced, period. And so much more. Hi, hi. You're both high. I just try to be a good person and a good moment adult. On this week's episode, we'll be discussing Amber's arrest, Mackenzie's pregnancy, and an update on Janelle's custody case. Teresa, how are you? I'm good. I'm so glad you're back. I know. I'm back. My voice is back. Lauren's voice is back. Oh, my God. I, it was so funny. So, you, were you on vacation? No. I wasn't on vacation. I had, but I hadn't seen you in a while because I came back. Was oh, I on vacation? No, I was off Monday. Yeah, okay. Last <clears throat> Monday. So, I came in. I was like, Lauren, I don't know why. I just I feel like I hadn't seen you. Yeah. I probably didn't. I came in. I was like, oh, my God, Lauren. And Lauren has both her hands up. And she's like, back away. I literally sounded like an 80-year-old no, woman did. named Gertrude that no, smokes a pack of cigarettes a day. I was like, yeah. Teresa, get away. <laughs> and, and I'm the biggest germaphobe. And I was okay. I like, ran yeah. away from her. I know. I should have, like, held a sign, like, so Teresa could see it. Do not come near my desk. Yeah, because she ran. But I have to say, I think you got me sick. Probably. Then, I got everyone sick. Because then Tuesday, not Tuesday, that was... Thursday. You that, were sick the 4th. I was sick Thursday. Thank you, Lauren. <laughs> I went, so I went away to the Jersey Shore, as I do, and I was there from Friday to Sunday, and I was sick the entire time. Yeah. And, like, drinking when you're sick is not fun. It's not fun. Because you just, you can never f- have fun. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, okay, like, I'm drunk, but your throat's killing you. Yeah, it's like throbbing. Yeah. I know, I got my sister sick. Everyone in my house yeah. was sick. Yeah, thank you, Lauren. Everyone. And I was like, my friends, all sick. Yeah, and- Mary was sick too, our coworker. I think you got Mary sick too. Probably. But she was sick. I was fine for the weekend-ish Thanks. in a way. Yeah, yeah. I felt fine, and then I went out <laughs> drinking in Long Beach, and then I was just kind of like going up and down because I kept drinking. And I was like, this is not a good idea. But at least my voice came back. I'm I missed so glad. It. I yes. know. I was like, no one talked to me. Are you feeling better? You have a little cough. Yeah. You I have still, like that lingering cough that never goes away. That goes away in like six months. Yeah. And you're like, it's still there. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't take medication. No. Hey. Lauren is dying. I hear her coughing up her lung. And I'm like, oh, when did you start your antibiotics? And she's like, I don't take antibiotics. I don't. Which I commend you. But when you're sick for four weeks. The body is built to fight okay. it off naturally. It's just a little cough. I'll be fine. But you feel better though. Yeah, I feel better. But I mean, my voice kind of still sounds weird. Yeah. And I'm still coughing. But I mean. No stuffy nose, no sore throat. No. That's gone. And Good. I could talk. And that's all Woo! that matters truly when we have a podcast yeah. to do. So last week we had Gina on. Yes. Loved it. Yes. And the dog. Yes, we had little Yoshi. So cute. I'm so mad. I po- I, I had the cutest photo. Maybe I'll post it today. I had the cutest photo of Yoshi sitting on Gina's lap looking up at the microphone. Oh. And Instagram was down that day and it would not let yes. me. It would not let me post this this thing. And then by the time I was able to post it, it was 4th of July and I had other things to post. You had fireworks, um, yeah. But I think I'll post it because he is such a cute little puppy. Yeah, I mean, very cute co-host. But it was funny because we had said two things. Me and Gina had said that Janelle is not getting the kids back in a few months. She got the kids back later that day. Yeah. Um, and then we also said that Amber is doing the best she's ever been <laughs> with Andrew. They're the perfect couple. Then the next day she pulls out a machete and attacks him with it. That is wild. It's so funny because I was at my friend Danny's 30th birthday and I was telling his mom about Amber and Andrew. 
And she was like, I just feel like, you know, he's been doing great with Andrew and is thriving. And I was like, she's amazing. She's lovely to talk to. She's lovely to deal with. Andrew's marvelous. And then, yeah, then she's arrested for domestic violence. And I'm like, cool. It's so (laughs) funny because it was so that story came out Friday morning. Radar broke it. I was on vacation and Lauren was on vacation. And I see it and I'm like, "Hmm." yeah. And I sent it to Lauren and I was like, Amber doesn't get arrested her last arrest was, what, 2013, I think? Yeah. Two, no, maybe 2010. So we're talking almost 10 years that she hasn't been arrested. Yeah. And the one day that, that both, both Laura off. and I are out. I know. It was really sad in the morning. I was, I mean, we've met Amber before. Like, we've worked with yeah. her. Um, it was really sad. I was like, now, like, my whole day yeah. is just, like, And also, like, sad. Lauren and I, like, we're not the type of people. Like, we genuinely love our jobs. Yes. And, like, we want to report on this stuff. Like, I want to be calling the police. You know, Lauren wants to be reaching out to Andrew and all that stuff. But we know we couldn't. I know. It's very weird because for our jobs, you know, you meet people throughout the years. And then you talk to them and you get to know them. And you see a different side of them than TV. Like, I love Farah. I think Farah's great. People are like, what? She's crazy on the show. And I'm like, yes. But when you actually get to see her off camera at a party, she's great to talk to. Yeah. She's so nice. So when you get to know these people behind the scenes and also just real life, they're great and yeah. they're nice and they're friendly. So when we have to report on these people, like, I'm sure it was sad calling the cops and being like, oh, come on, Amber. Like, we were rooting for you. And No, definitely. You know, and you kind of want to be the one— to tell the story to. Yeah. Do you know so, what I mean? You, yeah. you want to do like a non-biased yes. story on it because we do know that she's a good person. and Yeah. So it's always sad when we have to report on, you know, really upsetting events that happen yeah. because we know them and we're like, oh, you know, she shouldn't be going through this. It's such a shame. Yeah. So it was definitely sad. Like throughout the day, I was like, oh, like getting updates. I was yeah. like, why? Like. Andrew's great. You're great. But, I mean, things well, happen. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll definitely talk about it. So let's get into Team Mom Top 3. Yes. I was like, oh, my God, we're back at it. I know. Two weeks. <laughs> Two weeks. So Janelle's custody. So we've been keeping you guys updated on, you know, the court, what's going on, where the kids are. So we've been talking about it. And like you said, we thought that she would not be getting the kids back for a while because— we felt like, you know, they had a lot of work to do on themselves. Like, I think David had a lot of work to do. We've seen him get really angry on the show and on social media. So we were like, you know, they just need to work on themselves more. So we, th- I think we said a year. I'm pretty sure we said by the I end of the year. I have spoken to two experts who have dealt with CPS cases, and they both said a year. Yeah, I think we said possibly by the holidays. Yeah. I'm not sure, but— then we got that shocking update Wednesday yeah. afternoon to kick off the 4th of July holiday. Yep. So what happened? Okay. So I think I've said this in the podcast before, but their judge on the case had been changed. So Janelle had complained that the initial judge was biased and she had asked for a new judge and they granted it. And there is a completely new judge. Now, I want to say this worked in her favor. Oh, definitely. Um. So Well, the, the first judge said... She failed to protect the yeah, kids. Yeah, the first judge was very stern about it. And yeah. so this, the first judge was the judge who took custody away from her temporarily. Yeah. He made that order. He put all the kids with different guardians. And she felt that it, he was biased against her. I mean, he said, you failed to protect your children. Yeah. We had a source tell us that the home was in horrible condition. Yeah. And this new judge, I mean, you know, I had a source tell me that it was supposed to be a 
pre-adjudication meeting, then adjudication hearings, then the deposition. And this judge just dismissed it right here during the pre-adjudication. This was after Janelle and David both testified. The source told me that when Janelle took the stand, she basically defended herself the entire time. Yeah. Um, Marissa took the stand, as we knew. and A couple times, right? Yeah. And this judge just dismissed it, saying that she felt there was no neglect. And their children were returned to them immediately. She had them 4th of July weekend. She even had Jay's 4th of July weekend. A source told me, everyone is distraught. The poor kids. Yeah. That was a source from Radar. And it's just, everyone's just so upset by the situation, except obviously Janelle and David. Yeah. My thing is, I obviously want to see children with their parents. Yeah. I just think that Janelle and David could have benefited from having more marriage counseling and more uh, parenting classes. Because what? They were taken away in May. So that's one, two, that's not even three months. Yeah. They didn't have their kids. Obviously, are they going to resume these classes? I don't think so. The case is dismissed. Yeah, they're definitely not doing it. I really think they would have benefited from having a summer free of the kids so they can just focus on themselves and complete their classes. Yeah. Um, And it's just, I'm shocked. I'm really shocked. that We're all shocked. And I was shocked. We actually had exclusive video of Janelle leaving the courthouse telling us that the case had been dismissed. No, I agree with you. I think when it comes to parenting, you have to, you know, be on the same page. You need to be happy with each other. And we've seen Janelle say on Instagram that her and David hit a low when he shot and killed her dog, Nugget. So they obviously weren't on the best terms. So obviously they weren't going to be the best parents together. So... I agree. I think Janelle and David would have benefited if they just throughout the summer went through class together, maybe did a few things because their situation, I mean, Janelle has a total of three baby daddies, including David. So they're co-parenting with Nathan. Then also Barbara has custody of Jay. So they're trying to technically co-parent with her in a way. And then David has Marissa. Then he has his incident with Caden. They have like 12 things going on and that can't be really healthy, you know, every single day to just, like, throw it aside. You need to work on it together. The kids have no, and also the kids have no stability. Yeah, they don't. They're, you know, they constantly see fighting. And prior to this, then they had these film crews, not saying that, you know, MTV is bad, but then you have all these people around. Then that's taken away. It's just hectic. Yeah, it's just constant, you know, just chaos. So I think— Janelle and David needed to continue to work together to be on the same page because we saw on the show like a lot of incidences when they were fighting the wedding when he was ignoring her when he was like outside putting grass down or something and she was in the shed and she was like back get away when they were fighting and the producer tried to talk to them and David's like there was nothing going on everything was okay we were not fighting we were in love yeah and Janelle's like (laughs) looking in the corner like um So we saw a lot of times that, you know, clearly they needed to work on a few things. You know, Janelle has anger. David has anger from what we've seen. So I agree. I think they needed more time together alone for the kids' sake. So we actually got an exclusive interview with Barbara. Oh, wow. As everyone knows, she has full custody of Jace, Janelle's son with Andrew Lewis. Janelle sees Jace every other weekend. She also had custody of Ensley, who is two years old, obviously Ensley's back with John David. She told us right after the hearing, it was an injustice to the children. We are all sick to our stomachs. Wow. 
David came over my house and started a fight all over again. So this was when I, I think they picked up Ensley. Jace was very upset and he didn't want to go with them. Well, I mean, I don't want to make any accusations, but did you see the video of them on the boat? Yeah. Marissa was like in the corner with her hair like all in her face. Yeah. And it, Chanel's like, family boat day. And I was like, when I'm on a boat, I don't look that sad. I'm really happy. And they just like looked like they were just like, oh, like why are we here? Like, why are we w- taking this photo? <laughs> yeah, like that was just like my feelings towards it, like when yeah. I was watching it. I don't know what they were feeling in the moment, yeah. but that was my guess. Yeah. She continued, he just is the same person he normally is. He's not going to change. He is an evil effing person. Wow. And that's crazy because they were on bad terms. And <laughs> then good. And now bad. bad again. She continued, now they're back with this crazed guy. He's back in his mean SHIT. She said that David faked being nice at Kaiser's birthday. As we know, Nathan invited them to Kaiser's birthday and a judge allowed it. Obviously, there were a lot of supervised adults there. Yeah. So. Um, it was all set up. The minute it was dismissed, their true colors came out. Yeah. She then said, I'm going to fight for these children. Oh, Barb. So Raider also broke that Nathan, as we know, Nathan filed for full custody, primary custody of Kaiser in 2018, along with his mom, Doris. Uh, That case was put on hold because of the CBS case. A source told Raider exclusively, that's very close with Nathan, that he plans to continue that custody battle. He continues to plan to fight for his son. While they were on good terms at the party, as we saw, Janelle went off on Nathan on Twitter. Did you see that? She deleted it really quickly, but I screenshotted it all. I know. Well, we got the notifications. So, um, yeah, I saw that. She just went crazy. And it's like, why? Like, all you do is complain that he doesn't know how to co-parent, yet you're bashing him on social media. Yeah, and she was like, I'm the bad parent. You're the one who came late every day and who took long breaks. Janelle. Because, Nathan, because there was a long line at Wendy's, and he came to court a little late, it doesn't mean he's a bad dad. Okay, compared to when you lock yourself in a she shed for, like, eight hours, like... And then she's like, and once it was dismissed, he went right back to Florida. He lives in Florida. Yeah. He doesn't have Kaiser the weekends. He has to stay... You want him to stay yeah. outside your house and watch it? Like, what are you yeah. talking about? What, he's going to stare out the window yeah. like, and watch you be a, quote, big happy family again? No, he's going to go back home. It's like he had Kaiser and yeah. then went to Florida. Yeah, exactly. No, she always just finds the most random things to complain about. She'll just, like, pick and pick and pick. Even with Ashley, his girlfriend, that's all she does is complain. And it's like— Wait, she was—did you see she was, like— we were all having a good time at Kaiser's party, and then once yeah. it ended, Ashley. What did she write about David on Twitter? Supposedly, Ashley wrote something about David on Twitter after the party. I feel like Janelle probably just made it up. I didn't, I didn't see, see anything. anything. I feel like someone probably said something, and Ashley said yes or no. Yeah, and Janelle was like, oh. and even when Janelle didn't have custody for Mother's Day, and Ashley told the story about how Kaiser wanted to buy his mom a necklace that matched his, like the cross, like. Ashley's a good person. You know, she genuinely wants Janelle in Kaiser's life. Like, she wants, like, both sides to be okay. So don't go off and complain about her on Twitter after she posted really nice things about you. Especially when you don't deserve them, in my opinion. I just think it could have been Ashley. It could have been Jessica Henry. Wasn't that his ex-girlfriend? Yes. It could be anyone. It could be me. It could be you. Any girl in Nathan's life, she's not going to like, no matter how yep. nice she is, no matter how caring she is. I mean, she is a great mom to Kaiser when Janelle's not there. And that's all you can want. Yeah. When you are not with your baby daddy, 
you're co-parenting and you're not there for your son, you want the next best thing there for your son. Yeah. And you should put all your feelings aside and you should allow this person to take care of your son when you can't. Yeah. Because he's not with you. Well, and it's sad. We've seen. she's too mature to do that. Macy do that with Bentley and Mackenzie before Mackenzie went you, crazy. Can you, you remember this. What did, because you, I remember you told me this. What did Macy say to Mackenzie when they were on good terms? At the wedding. Yeah. She like cried to her yeah. and she was like, when I'm not there, like, I still want Bentley to have that mother figure, yeah. you know, when he's with Ryan. And I, you know, I support you and I want to be on great terms. Like, she was, like, crying. And then who else was it? Um, oh, Kale and V. V, <clears throat> crying at the reunion. And she was like, I could not have asked for a better stepmom for Isaac. Yeah, like, And it's like, what? Like, look at these women. Janelle, you know, look at them. Kaiser is now five. Yeah, Isaac's 10. So, and it took, you know, Kale and V a couple years. And Kale has issues with Lauren. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, that's a whole different story. But with Macy and Mackenzie, like, they didn't know each other that long. But Macy was putting Bentley first and was like, you know what? If I'm not there, I want someone there for him. Like, I never want him to feel, like, alone and, you know, step right into that role if I'm not around. And it's like, you know, what kind of woman besides an amazing one? You know, like. Just, Janelle, grow up. <laughs> also, what I'm confused about is I, I understand if you're like Cheyenne when you're single and you're, you yeah. want to be with your baby daddy and he's dating someone. Yeah. You're going to feel some type of way. That's natural. Totally. But you've moved on. You have yeah. this husband who you supposedly love and who treats you supposedly amazing. Yeah, he's our soulmate. So why are you still hating on Nathan? Hating on Nathan. Let him move girlfriend. on. Yeah. He's supposed to be single forever? I yeah. understand. That's what she wants. She wants her baby daddy to be single forever. But, I mean, yes, like you said, we obviously, you know, want to see children with their families and their parents and everyone be happy. It's just, it was... Definitely a huge shock to us because we did not expect any of that to happen so fast. Yeah. And, you know, like we always say when we end a Janelle topic, hoping for the best for the children. We yes. hope that we hope that this little time that they had, that they did change for the better. Yeah. And we're always praying for the kids. Yeah. Always. Okay. Let's get into our second biggest story this week. Actually, I think this is our biggest story this week because yeah. Janelle feels so old. <laughs> we're like, let's I get know, that out of the way. Like, All right. <laughs> Moving on, Janelle. Yeah. <laughs> Until so, the next one. <laughs> yeah. So as we said in the intro, Amber Portwood was arrested on July 5th for domestic violence against Andrew Glennon, her baby daddy, and probably one of the best baby daddies I on know. the show. He's I mean, a gem. The cheese board. We're the, we're still not over the we're cheese still not board. Over the cheese board. I'm, I, and the more of those details are actually in the affidavit from the courthouse and the police. So you're going to see just how amazing Andrew is. It's insane. But let's get into it. So she was arrested. Um, Ritter broke that she Ritter broke that she was arrested. They also broke that she was released the next day on Saturday. She was bonded out. Her bond was two thousand dollars. A bondsman bonded her out, which I thought was super interesting. That is, I actually thought Andrew would bond her out. I yeah. For some reason, I felt like this wasn't going to break them. What did you think? I didn't think so. I mean, we don't know. Yeah, you we know? don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't. Yeah, we don't know if this broke them. Do I think it will? No. Okay. Because on a recent episode when she was in therapy and she was talking about it and she finally brought Andrew in, he was saying, you know, I'm trying to understand it. And that's the thing when, you know, you're related to or you're friends with or you're dating someone who has a mental illness, like you try so hard to understand. 
You know, you try to understand, like, okay, like, she's having a meltdown. Like, what should I do? Like, what is the right thing? Like, should I get her a glass of water, you know, a donut? Like, you try to understand how to cope with it. It's not just you. You know, like, when someone has mental illness, it's everyone. And your family, your friends, like, you all try to, you know, that's just from my experience and, like, what my friends has. So you try to learn with them. So I think seeing Andrew try to learn, I think he understands that, you know, genuinely Amber didn't mean. I don't know. That's just my opinion. No, I agree. Okay. So there's so many different parts to this story. So I'm just going to go through it. Yes. And stop me if you want to discuss anything. Okay, go. Okay. Bring it. So the Ashley's Reality Roundup was the first to report on the affidavit. A writer then obtained it. Um, So I'm just going to go through it. It's really shocking. And the affidavit for probable cause basically explained Andrew gave his side of the story and he explained that they were going to go see the fireworks. Uh, There was a lot of traffic, so they missed the fireworks. Amber basically destroyed his character, told him that he dropped the ball on the 4th of July plans. He did everything he could. I mean, he even called, like, the city yeah. to see what when the roads are going to be open again. Yeah. Like, he really went out of his way to try to make it work. And Amber, I guess, berated him. When they returned home, she grabbed a shoe off the rack and she hit him with it. This is a quote. Mr. Lennon stated that he was holding James and he turned to the side to avoid him getting struck with the shoe. Wow. Now, at this point... Andrew leaves to buy Amber a gift and food. See, I feel like, you know, since dating, he's tried to understand, like, how to cope with it as well as her. If I hit my significant other with a shoe as he was holding our child, the last thing that he would do is buy me food and a present. Yeah. But see, that's how nice Andrew is. That's how nice Andrew is. Yeah. And that's how much he really, truly cares about her. And we kind of learned that also on this week's episode. When the girls were in Florida, Kate told Amber, like, oh, I messaged Andrew to see how you were with postpartum. And Amber had no idea. She was like, what? He never told me that you talked to him. And the girls were like, he cares so much about you. And she, like, bawled. And I bawled, obviously. So when he returned, gave her some time to cool off. When he returned, he was calling her phone, wanted to see the mental state that she was in before he came back to the house. She left the phone in the car. So he's kind of going into the home blind at this point. She came at him once he came in, like she was going to hit him. She told him to put the baby down, but he refused because the baby was crying and upset. Oh. That's probably from the yelling. Yeah. That's when Amber threatened to kill herself. So this is a quote. Miss Porwood went to her drawer and took a handful of clonopin. For those who don't know what that is, um, usually you take that when you do have bipolar disorder. And tossed it back like it was nothing. When he said that he was going to send help... She regurgitated the pills. So I just want to make clear this is all his claims. We're not saying that any of these are facts. These are all claims. Yeah, these are his statements. Yes. Um, She then picked up a machete towards him and his son. Now, she owns a machete because she cannot own a gun. She has it for protection. Yes. That's when he locked himself and James in a room. She hit the door with the machete, kicked the door, and broke the handle of the door. That's when Andrew texted 911. He texted 911. It seems he was that scared yeah, to he, call. He probably didn't want her to hear on the other side of the door that he was calling. That he te- yeah, that he had to text 911. That's ter- I mean, I mean this whole that's not even what's terrifying. This whole thing is terrifying. Yeah. He texted 911 and said my life and my son's life are in danger. Yeah. Backup was actually called when police arrived cuz Porwood was yelling at the officer. 
She then told her side of the story. She said that she denied the incident with the pills and the machete, but admitting to, admitted to hitting him while he was holding the one-year-old, she did say in the report, she kind of brushed it off, like, I didn't hit him that hard. Like, like Yeah, she was like, like I tossed it. Yeah, like, yeah. not a big deal. But police did see marks on Andrew's neck. Oh, wow. So, and his shoulder, I think, too. Yeah. Um, Glennon told authorities that she struck him several times in the past and that she has threatened him countless times with physical violence. Yeah. As for the shoe, she said it was in the shoulder and I barely hit him. She said that she got frustrated because he was recording her yelling, which honestly, yeah. I've actually done that in the past when I used, would get into fights with um, a toxic ex. Yeah. And I did it in a way that's like, this is how you were. Like, remember, do you know what I mean? Like, I never did it as, like, a, I'm going to post this on Radar Online. Yeah. So I almost wonder if Andrew had done that to show her later when she calms down. Yeah. This is how you were, like, Bring as it you to see. therapy? Yes. Yes. Interesting. That, that's why I think he did it. I don't think he did it maliciously. Yeah. I don't think he would have ever. But to her in that moment, she probably thought he did. Yeah. Okay. Um, as Radar broke, a no-contact order was requested by the state to protect Glennon and their child. A judge did approve the order. So terms of that order, Porwood is ordered to have no firearms, deadly weapons, or ammunition in her possession. She's ordered to have no contact with Glennon and their son through phone, letter, directly or indirectly. She's also prohibited from visiting any place that she thinks they may be. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, if, like, she knows that Andrew was running in the morning, she yeah. can't go to the park. Or, like, daycare or yeah. preschool whatever. Yes. Um, so she was hit with three charges. Two felony. So she was charged with one count of domestic battery. That's a misdemeanor. A felony count of criminal recklessness with a deadly weapon and a felony count of domestic battery. Yeah. It's sad to hear all of that, especially because, I mean, many times we have talked about how amazing Amber's doing. We've talked to her ex, Matt, many times in the interview, and he even said, you know, seeing Amber and Andrew together, it felt like a new start for her. And seeing her with baby James on the show, also, it felt just like a new chapter for Amber, like a second chance. Because when Leah was a baby, she wasn't around. You know, she went—how old was Leah when Amber went to jail? She was, like, a little itty-bitty— Three? Yeah. Three, three. Yeah, so— She was was born in, what, 2009? Yeah, and then Amber was in jail when I was in college. 2013, she was in jail. Yeah, so it was released in 2013. So. Yeah, so she never really had that, you know, newborn and by first words and first steps. Like we've seen her on the show, you know, James taking her first step and just soaking up every single moment and watching it. It was like, wow, like finally. I'm pretty sure we said this is going to be Amber's season. I'm pretty sure we did. We've said it multiple times. Yeah, and. From what it seems, MTV could possibly still be filming because we saw the producer at court yesterday in video. And then also Corey said that Team Mom finally wrapped. So it seemed like they were still filming within yeah, the last it, uh, week. Um, so there was actually a video of them at court. And Gary and, Char- oh, Gary and Shirley, <laughs> Gary and Christina walked in with Amber. That's yeah. her daughter Leah's baby daddy and his wife. Um, and there was a producer there. Yeah, so didn't see any cameras, but maybe they were from a distance or possibly not allowed near the courtroom. They're not allowed, yeah. Well, they're allowed near it, but they're not allowed in the courtroom. So I'm sure the cameras probably got her walking and then stopped. Yeah, and then also probably by the car. But 
we've said it so many times, like we felt like this was Amber's season and her time. So to hear all this happen, it's just, it's heartbreaking. And I think, I think going on social media, so I was like looking at tweets and stuff and just seeing people like react to this news. Like when I saw it, I was like, you know, she's battling mental illness. Like we don't truly know what she's going through, you know, and you never really do with people who do things like that because I would never. So you can't really relate. You can't really like judge someone who does that. So to see everyone be so quick to bash her over this, I'm like, she's worked so hard within these last 10 years. Like, you know, you have to fully understand, you know, what she's going through and what she's battling. So it was upsetting to see kind of the reaction to it. But I was really happy to see Gary and Christina's reaction to it and being by her side and her mom. Also, can we talk about Bubby, his tweet to Gary? No, what he said. So Gary tweeted... On Friday, you know, I'm praying for Amber and Andrew, James, and everyone involved. Leah was on a camping trip with her friend. So she wasn't, I guess. Right, because a lot of people were concerned, where where is Leah? It's a week, you know. Yeah, so everyone was concerned. So Gary sent out that tweet, and Bubby, who is Sean, um, Amber's Amber's brother. brother, She calls him Bubby, but that's also how he's, like, known on the show. Like, she always addresses him like that. So he wrote, like, can't wait to, like, give her a piece of my mind or, like, let you know, let her know what's on my mind or something. To Amber? To Gary. He replied to Gary's tweet. No, 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 but about Amber? Yeah, about okay. Amber. And it was like, what? Like, like, why are you writing that? I think Bubby and her have a tough a tough love relationship. Like, do you oh, remember yeah. when Matt wanted to marry her in Vegas? And she yes. called Andrew. She called, is that his name? Sean, sorry. She called yes. Sean and she was like, Sean, like, what do I do? And he's like, Amber, you're not doing this. Like, yeah. like he gives her tough love. And I, I don't yeah. think it was, I don't think it was, bad intent I mean I think he's just that's just how he is I mean, he's yeah. a military guy right like, oh yeah yeah you know. he's tough and he's just like he's not afraid to tell Amber what yeah. he really thinks I mean do you remember when he met Andrew she like, need that honestly yeah I think she needs that mm-hmm. and you know so it was nice to see her mom with her at court it was nice to see Gary and Christina there supporting her because they're always going to be family so yeah it was the whole thing is just really really sad you know and it's going to be like what is going to happen now you know Will they stay together? Will she go to jail? You know, it's just... Well, she's two felonies. She is facing jail time, especially since she has a prior domestic violence arrest. That's going to make this worse. She will likely face jail time for this. And how long do you think? Because how long was she in jail? A couple months, She was sentenced to five years, but that also was because of drug charges. Yes. I don't... Not that I don't. She was not charged with drugs. So yeah. it's actually interesting because when police had interviewed Andrew a second time, so in the initial police report, there was no mention of the machete, right? Yeah. There was only mention of him having abrasions and maybe the shoe was mentioned in the initial report, but there was no machete. So basically, not that Andrew changed his story, but police did say that he seemed conflicted and said that he may not have, there may not have been the machete. So it seemed, yeah, it seemed like maybe he was nervous to kind of, kind of when he came out of it, the fear, he was kind of like, wait, yeah. I don't know if I should be saying this. Yeah. But they ultimately, I guess they investigated. I mean, it's not hard to tell if machete was used if you're saying she broke down the door with it. Yeah. Um, and it was out there. Yeah. yeah. Um, she was in a, a charge with it, but there was no, in regards to those Kalanapin um, allegations, she was not charged with yeah. any. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. That's for- also part of, it was also prescribed, so. Yeah. Did I tell you about the tweet that I sent her, like, days prior? 
No. So Amber and I follow each other on Twitter. Yeah. And sometimes like we'll tweet back and forth. Like yeah. we'll respond. Did she to, answer like, you? Yeah, she I always. Like you don't tell me this. Really? Yeah. Teresa, I think you just have like selective I have hearing. Selective hearing. <laughs> you definitely do. I do. Because I'll tell her something and then I'll tell her like. Actually, I think I do remember you saying something. Yeah, that we do follow each other. Um, I was talking about it with my mom last night because people have been like responding to my tweet yeah. because it's it's obviously just really bad timing of it. What'd you say? So she replied. Hold on, let me get my Twitter up. But. So she tweeted, let's see, yep, another like on it. Guys, um, no one follows me on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. No, but she's she always, like, will tweet something, like, if I write yeah. like, a quote or she'll be, like, sending live. She, you know, just, yeah. she, but she's followed me for a while. So she posted on July 1st. So what was that, like, four days prior? Yep. You're not your past. You're not your mistakes. Don't let anyone try to put you back in a place where you evolved from. So I saw it. I, I'm a big quote person. You are. I, I am. Like I have like. Lauren sends me quotes. Yes. I always send Teresa quotes. I have like notebooks of quotes that I've like found. Yeah. So I love quotes. So I replied that day or the next day. Yeah. And I wrote, perfectly said, you're so much stronger. Keep inspiring your fans. And so she retweeted. And I think, I don't know what she replied. I can't find that because there's so many. Um, obviously, it was days prior to the event but yeah so people kept going back since she retweeted it people like kept going back and like responding oh, to it gosh good, good job lauren and it's like it's just bad timing yeah. so i was like telling my mom i was talking about like the whole amber yeah. you know i keep her updated on team mom because yeah. i don't think she listens to our podcast Does she not listen to the podcast no she doesn't listen What's to the podcast name? elaine eileen eileen i was close i know you were so eileen, close listen. i know i always tell her like to do listen and she's like no <laughs> I'm like, yeah, my boyfriend stopped listening too. Yeah, so thanks, I mean, guys. Yeah, thanks. For <laughs> thanks. <laughs> we have really supportive people surrounding us. But I was telling her because I think I got like a Twitter notification that someone likes, responded to it, whatever. And I was like, you know, people are now saying like horrible things about her, and people are like, haha, yeah, she's so much stronger. And it's like, look, that was days prior. Yeah, I still think, you know, the last ten years she was so much stronger. I still think that, you know, it's perfectly said. Because prior to this happening, people would always put her back in that place. People like, you know, let's say two weeks ago, people would always be like, well, you lost custody of her. Oh, well, you went to jail. So, yeah, I, I still stand by that tweet. But, yeah, people keep responding to it. And every single day I wake up to someone like saying something and I'm like, look, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. Guys, this was before. I'm like, Check the date. Yeah. And I was telling my mom, I was like, it was before. I still stand by that. And even my mom agreed. And she yeah. was like, I really respect that you're still standing by what you said, that, yeah. it, you know, that. She was so much stronger because yeah. she made a, yeah. a, a boo-boo, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> a boo-boo. No pun intended uh, <laughs> to her daughter Leah. Uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just—people keep, like, sending notifications. I'm like, great. I'm like, stay off Twitter. <laughs> I also want to say, you know, I feel like Amber credited Andrew a lot for her glow-up. Yeah. And I think that this shows—I feel like she put a lot of blame on Matt and their relationship for why— she acted a certain way, why she was having a lot of mood swings. And I think it's interesting that, you know, she was with Matt. And then went straight to Andrew. And obviously that was a concern for Gary. And Yeah. Fans. I think it was like, what, two months? Yeah. No, it was very quick. And I don't know. I just feel like it's interesting to see that. I feel like Amber's very like, I need a man in my life. And this yeah. man is makes me stronger. And yeah, can your partner uplift you? Of course. Does your partner make you a better person? Yes. But in this situation, I really think Amber, at this time, needs to be single. Yes. And needs to just focus on herself and not rely on Andrew to uplift her. She needs to uplift herself. Agreed. And that's going to bring us into this week's Truth or Tale 
But before we get into that, let's take a break from Amber yes. and talk about our third topic this week. Yes. We got another shocker this weekend. I yes. was so mad at my source because my source knew and didn't tell me. And my source, I, I confronted my source. <gasps> I was like, excuse me. Oh, um, what did your source say? My source literally said, Teresa, I told you about her first pregnancy and I felt bad doing it again. Oh. <laughs> but I will give you details on it. Okay. So I got to respect that. Yeah. Um, but for... And we didn't even say what the story was. Mackenzie Edwards. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. We're we're building up the story five minutes later. Guys, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. Mackenzie Edwards is pregnant with her second child, Ryan Edwards. Can we also talk about the pregnancy (sighs) announcement? Yes. So what is up with all these teen moms announcing their pregnancies at night? Because I remember when Chelsea announced her third pregnancy. It was like right before I got into bed. I remember I was like pulled the covers I put my head down. I went on Instagram because obviously that's what you do. And she's pregnant. I was like, come on. It's like 11 o'clock at night. Like all because you have 5.3 million followers. You know, that doesn't mean that doesn't give you the right to upload at any hour of the day. Right. Because Lauren and I are very strategic about when we post. Oh, yeah. It has to be at like 5 o'clock. That's prime time because that's when everyone's on their phone on the way home from work. I posted my last photo. Sunday night's her prime time. (laughs) Sunday? I know. Sunday's the worst time for me. Oh, Sundays are the best for me. Sunday and holidays, worst days to get likes. Oh, interesting. Yes, please. Everyone listen to me. (laughs) No, listen to me. I have a down pat. Fourth of July, I posted at 9. I only got like 50 likes. Nine at night? That's a rookie mistake. No, you, you're it, acting I, like I you knew just, it going in. I you knew literally it going act in. like you just got Instagram, Teresa. Come on. Like we've we've had it for a while now. So no offense to my sister-in-law, <laughs> but we she never gets a lot we never get a lot of likes together because I feel like no one knows her. Oh, so I was so like, I was kind of, so I was like, regardless, it's not gonna do well. Love you, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, girl, it's just not gonna do well. Interesting. Yeah. No, that's a rookie mistake. I, know. I and I know You that, know when you're gonna make the mistake, but you do it anyway, because you're like, oh I don't want post tomorrow I know you're like I look bomb AF yeah. in this photo yeah. I need to post now yeah. but and then you make the mistake and, and then, then you get no likes and then you get no likes and then you have to delete and repost the next day and the three people that liked it have to re-like it no but sometimes they don't that may, I don't even I, I used to do that and I used to get two more likes I was like never mind I'm gonna do this again okay back <laughs> anyway, to the story but yeah so they post late at night so we were out separately and I quickly go on Instagram probably to upload to, I don't even know maybe DM whatever and I see she's pregnant. I'm like, come on. I'm like, it was like 1030 at night. And it's like, really? And it's a girl. I know. It's a girl. I'm I'm very intrigued. Okay. So if we're doing the math. <laughs> well, I know the due date. Okay. That, But but I'm not going to say it because I want people to read it on radar. It's going to go up today or tomorrow. <laughs> yes. Well, that is our tease. That is our tease. <laughs> um, we'll repeat it in a couple yes, minutes. Yes, yes. But so I was doing the math naturally, yes. um, and I was like, okay, so it's July, like mid-July, let's say. Yeah. That means she had to have gotten pregnant in a- mid-April. If she's waiting, you know, like the normal, a lot of people wait three months until their second trimester. So I was like, if we're doing the math, Ryan got out of jail mid-April. So they clearly wasted no time. That's just, you know— of course, science. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, for anyone, yeah, if you're doing the math, they got pregnant once he got out of jail. Like, literally, he yeah. stepped outside of jail. She ripped that orange jumpsuit off and was like, mm. Which you made this point about how in an awful headspace he was after jail. Yeah, because we saw on the episode Ryan 
where he was released from jail and they started filming right away, which I was like shocked that he was so willing to have cameras. I think not that I'm ever going to go to jail, um, but I would not want cameras in my face and microphones and like a crew and everyone talking about it. You just spent like, what was it, three months behind bars, like a little over that. You don't want to do that, especially after what he saw. So it was Jen, Larry, and Mackenzie, and they were outside with the film crew because Ryan was not ready to discuss it on camera. And Mackenzie said that the anxiety because he saw, you know, one of his friends get killed and the amount of things that, you know, he also saw there. And she said that at one point, like, she tried to, like, touch his arm and this whole, like, shock, like, went through because of the anxiety that he has. So it's like you're on camera saying – and she was also crying and it's like you're saying how your your husband's so different and how you could barely even touch his arm, yet he knocked you up. <laughs> right? Am I yeah, crazy? No, like, no, no, no. That's I what agree. I thought. I, I was like, yet other things are happening. Right. You can't touch his arm. You know, it was just weird. It, it, it's it's a weird. It's weird. Yeah. I was like, it's. I mean, a baby's a blessing. Very happy for them. Listen, but I'm, I'm, not even, I'm more it's happy. It's just weird timing. It's weird timing. And I'm so happy, which is going to sound crazy. I'm so happy for Judd and Larry. Thrilled. Because I feel like, you know, we had Ryan was their only son, was their only child. Yeah. Then you have Bentley. Then you have their um, step-grandson, Hudson, who they treat like their own. Yeah. They're so great to him. Yeah. And then you have Jagger. And I feel like they've been waiting oh, yeah. for a little girl to spoil. So I'm excited for them. Yeah. I mean, they got to, you know, see Jade kind of grow up. You yeah. Know, but when they were close with Macy and Taylor. But there was estrangement yeah. at times. So, I don't think they're as close as they were when she was first born. Yeah. You know, they went to birthday parties yeah. and stuff, went over to the house. So they had a good relationship, but I'm thrilled for Jen and Larry. They are the cutest grandparents. I think they are—honestly, they could be my grandparents. Yeah. You know, they spoil Bentley completely. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm really, really happy for them. I, I'm happy for Bentley, too. I think he loves being a big brother. I'm happy for them all. It was just the timing. I was like, what? You know, do that I— That was the only thing I said. Yeah, I mean, do I think that maybe they should have waited till Ryan— was stable. I mean, yeah. let's remember, he went to rehab for three months. Yeah. Gets out, Straight gets arrested, goes to jail for another three months. Yeah. I mean. And you're is, saying that for Mackenzie, you know, for, for Mackenzie. Mackenzie's sake. Like, you know? is, he, is he sober? Is he going to stay out of trouble? I mean, can he change? Yeah, I think he can change. I mean, Anybody he did rehab. Can, yeah. It's his third rehab stint. He went to jail. I totally think he can change. The problem is... Is he ready for this other responsibility? Yeah. Does she want to have a child with her husband out there again? Does she want to raise her child with her husband out there? Yeah. Just maybe just give it six months. Yeah. Just to see where Ryan is at. Yes. It's a lot for Ryan. He's dealing with anxiety. He has um, not even a one-year-old yet. Yeah. He has Benley, Hudson. Now he's going to have two kids under two. Yeah. It's a lot for someone who's going through anxiety and just came out of jail. I think I just think he should have maybe had a little time to breathe. Oh, I 100% agree. But I think baby's a blessing. Baby's a blessing, but I think he just needed a moment to stand on his own, like get back into it. You know, it was obviously traumatizing for Bentley for him to be gone for the three months in rehab, three months in jail. So I think he needed to work on his relationship with Bentley as well. Macy, just get the whole family on one page before they, you know, welcome another little baby human into the world. But, I mean, I was really, I don't know, I was, like, really happy. I was like, oh, my God, Jen is probably thrilled. Like, she finally gets a baby girl in her house. But I'm, 
excited to see if they're going to be documenting her pregnancy again, you know, all of that. But I'm excited. I'm going to be excited for the name, too. They have interesting names for their children. Yeah, I'll try to break it, guys. Yeah. Give me a few weeks. Yeah, you know, get everything. <laughs> yeah. You know, we need the details. <laughs> oh, I broke Jagger, so I'll try I'll try to do it again. Yes, we're relying on you. So let's get into Team Mom Truth or Tale. So we discussed a lot about Amber and Andrew and everything that they've been going through the last week. You know, they just went to court yesterday. Amber was there separately with Gary and Christina, and then Andrew we saw go in by himself. Um, so what is going on? Because a lot of people are wondering, you know, is this the end? Because Amber has now when she was arrested for domestic violence with Gary, were they still together afterwards? I don't remember. I feel like we were like 16 when all that aired. I think they were. Yeah. Because I remember when she got out of jail, I think she thought that her and Gary were going to get back together. And then Christina was there. And yes. She hated Christina. Do you uh, remember? Yes. Do you remember when Leah like said, she was like, yeah, like daddy has another woman around. And she was like, what? Yeah. And I was like, ooh, this is awkward. So I do think they were still together because I, I think a lot of people don't remember that domestic violence incident was caught on camera. Yes. And prosecutors, I think. You know, I apologize if I'm wrong, but I believe Indiana prosecutors saw the footage and then charged her. I don't think he ever went to police with it. Yeah, I agree. Something like that. I don't that. think he did. Yeah. Um, so I think I think they were still together after. Wow. And then I think there's also been claims about incidences between her and Matt. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are wondering, you know, will Amber and Andrew stay together? Okay. So a lot of conflicting stories going on here. But a source exclusively told Radar that Amber is currently staying with her mom. As we know, they do have the no-contact order, so she cannot contact Andrew or James. Now, the no-contact order was filed by the state of Indiana. This okay. is very standard when you have a domestic violence situation. Even if your boyfriend or significant other doesn't want to be away from you, you still need to stay away from them. Yeah. Because of the order, the state does this. I think Janelle actually explained this. When, yeah, um, doesn't surprise me. Yep. I think when it was uh, against, I think, Nathan, she had said that she didn't file the charges against him. The state did because the state knows that as a domestic abuse victim, you may not want to totally do it. So the state do doesn't support you. Yes. Um, she's telling friends their relationship is up in the air. Now. I don't think their relationship is up in the air. I personally think it's over, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Andrew Glennon went down to the courthouse and filed for emergency custody of James. Now, that wasn't by the state. That was by him. He could have—I think, I'm an expert, but I think he could have kept it to just the no contact, but he went out of the way to file these papers to get emergency custody of James. Oh, so if, you know, since the state filed the no contact, if— and that was granted by the judge. Oh, so you're saying he didn't have to really file for emergency? I don't custody? think he had to file for emergency custody. Because since the no contact order was granted, yes. she wouldn't have been able to see yes. James anyway. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I think, okay. Unless he, sorry, unless he filed it before the no contact order was issue, was was requested. However, I'm sure someone would have told Andrew that that was going to happen. I'm sure his lawyers told him that I was going to happen. I think both things were like on I July like it, 9th. I feel like they were both the same, on the same day. Yeah, I think <laughs> the I think both the emergency custody and the no contact was filed on the 9th. Was issued on the 9th, yeah. And then it the and then it was no granted on the 10th. Was granted yeah. on the 10th mm-hmm. when she had so, court. So maybe he did do it in the morning, like just it it was 
It was at night that he filed it. Like later on oh. the day, on Tuesday that he filed it. Yeah. On Tuesday. On Monday, sorry. Yeah, I know. Whatever day it is. Tuesday. Today's Thursday. Tuesday. Yes. Um, interesting. That's a very interesting outlook on it. I like never really thought of that. That's why I think that they're done for now. Like I said before, I think they're getting back together. But for now, I think they're yeah. done. Okay, go. <laughs> I mean, obviously now they're not going to you know, be frolicking in a field holding hands um, with what they're going through. I think there's still a lot that they need to work on that they need to address. Um, I think they need to work on some things together, and Amber needs to work on some things herself. Um, do I think it's over for good? No, I don't. But I, I agree. Yeah, I agree with you. I think, you know, it's interesting that he went and filed. Um, maybe he did that because he—well, it said that he doesn't believe that Amber can provide right now, like, a stable yes. environment. yes. Which I agree. Maybe, I mean, maybe he did that to be like, look, you know, you need to get your feet on the ground. Like, you need to figure it out. Because on this week's episode, now, obviously, this was filmed, like, weeks ago when they went to Florida. You could see it on their Instagram when they went. Amber actually admitted to not taking her medication. And— She does not take her medication when she does not drink—when she drinks, which is very irresponsible. Yeah. Very dangerous. Yes. As we saw when she was depressed and didn't want to get out of the room. Yeah, and that's what happened on the episode. So she was depressed, and at one point she didn't even want to go on their boat day. Like, well, she had a panic attack in the grocery store because they don't really go out, like, in public with all the cameras. Like, whenever they're filming, they're always, like, at, like, a baseball game. Why did they need to film them going to the grocery store? I know. They were like, let's get cookies. Like, sick. Also, the episode was so boring. We're not recapping it this week, right? No. Okay. Okay. (laughs) They they got drunk on a boat, like, sick. They twerked. Shayna was left out. It was fine. I know. Um, But, so, yeah, so she had the anxiety attack, and then she locked herself in the room, and then trying to think of what oh so then when she was on the beach with Kate and they were by the water and she was like yeah like don't take my medication and Andrew would be like fuming right now if he heard that so it's interesting because maybe I my thought is like he did it to tell her like you know you need to get in line like you need to figure things out you need to get on a schedule you need to you know understand why you're prescribed these medicines you know like this, there's a reason. So, and look what happened now. So, I think he did it kind of to like scare her in a way, like, you know, we need to fix this, but I don't think they're over for good. I also think that it could be just an, a, a what if, right? Yeah. Like, you never know what the future holds. So, she's gonna be back in court July 26th. And there, the judge could either extend the no contact order or he can dismiss it depending yeah. on what they ask for. He, you never know what the future holds, right? Totally. So he can dismiss this. Then Amber goes see James, and we have another situation that just happened. Yeah. So Andrew could be doing this just to say, hey, I'm not trying to take your son away. Yeah. Just in the situation where you may be a little unstable, I don't want you to have him alone. Yeah. That could be all this is. This this doesn't mean they break. I mean, I think I think he's done with her for the moment, but this that yeah. could be all it is. At the moment, I think they're taking a brief Me pause. Me too. I just don't think they're over for good because Andrew knew what he was getting himself into. Like, you know, they didn't wake up that day and say, oh, by the way, like I'm battling mental. He knew from day one. And I mean, her marriage boot camp footage is I was gonna say, horrifying. Yeah. With Matt, like he witnessed like her lowest point. So and people asked him, why? Are you, how did that attract you to her? Yeah. So many people are like, um, what? Like she was literally like screaming her head off. 
And he said, like, you know, during interviews and stuff, I really got to know her on a different level. And that's, I mean, that's, like, what we say. Like, you know, people see Amber on the screen, and then, like, when we see her in person, we're like, she's lovely. That's a really good point. You know? So there's there's always, like, two, you know, there's always multiple sides, I guess you could say. But, but yeah, so I think seeing, like, Am, um, sorry, seeing Andrew on the show, like, he was very, I mean, wasn't his family really mad that they weren't married and they were pregnant? Like, he comes from a very, like— you know, got to get married, got to then have babies, got to do this. Like a strategic family? I don't yeah. even know if that's the word for it. I actually it. called his family Yeah. Um, when it broke, and they only had, like, the nicest things to say about Amber, which See? is very interesting, yeah. Yeah, so I think they really love her, and I think, you know, they have so many people behind this family. It seems like her family really likes Andrew. Her mom was on a previous episode was like, so when are you guys getting married? You know, so I feel like a lot of people like them together. So, and I think Andrew just would not give up that easily on her. I really think they're just gonna they're just gonna take a pause, yeah. and then you know figure things out. I want to see. I remember Amber said that jail worked better for her than yeah. rehab did, but I would like to see her go to maybe try like a long term rehab. I mean, Kate was in rehab for two months. Yeah, and it helped her a lot. I think I want to see Amber go to rehab for maybe three to six months. And do Interesting. Like, do outpatient like five days a week or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely think, you know, I don't know if she's working on anything now. Like, you know, she was working on. She went to therapy. Well, business-wise. I don't oh, know. Sorry. If she, yeah, I don't know if she's working on anything now. But if she is, I think she needs to take a pause and then go to therapy, do outpatient care. I think she needs to do all that. I want to say something. I think the best Amber Portwood was mentally was when she had her Forever Hot clothing line. And I say that because, do you remember those scenes where she was so passionate about it? Yeah. And Matt would get mad. Like yeah. Like, you're on your computer working. Yeah, you're on the phone, yeah. you have a conference call, and, and he would complain. He would complain, and that was when they broke up. Yeah. And I feel like they broke up, and then she got with Andrew, and she was so, you know, all her attention went to him then they had the baby, and she lost this business. Yeah. I would like to see her put herself back into work because I feel like that's really where she strives. I mean, yeah. remember, she was doing her makeup so beautifully. and I know. She and was, now she, like, never wears makeup. Yeah. Or, like, pink hair. Yeah. And I just—I I would like to see her throw herself into a project. I feel like that's where she really yeah. does well. Yeah. No, she definitely—you could kind of see it on her Instagram, actually. Yeah. Like, you can see, like, all these, like, sexy, like, selfies, like— Makeup, lipstick, yeah. Marilyn, like the curls. Like she was like loving herself and really, you know, getting into business. I do agree with you. Yeah. Now she's, I think you could kind of see where it shifted with like mom mode. Like yeah. her hair is like literally 18 different shades. Yeah. Like she never wears makeup anymore. Yeah. I do agree. I think she, maybe at the end of the summer, she could jump back into a business. Yeah. I'm not saying get into the business and avoid yeah. your child and husband but yeah. I just think that she does well when she has a focus yeah I mean I think a hobby a hobby let's say yeah I think all of them do like look you know Tyler got into it it was really beneficial for him yeah. who knows what happened with that yeah. but, yeah. but um Macy and Taylor you know you got to find something because yeah. I mean if you think about it like we go to work every day we come yeah. here seven to three then we go home by the time I get home it's four thirty. Yeah. like the day's already over then you go to the gym then yeah. you walk the dog and then yeah. You're watching TV. Like, yeah. we have stuff all day. Like, these teen mom stars. They're home alone with uh, their thoughts. <laughs> literally home alone with when their, their thoughts. their kids are in school, at least. Yeah, like, the kids are in school. Or you have a one-year-old that you can't have a full-fledged conversation yeah. with. So then you're just, like, staring at each other, like, 
mama. Like, you know, there's only yeah. so much you could do with a kid. Yeah. So I think, and then if Andrew's at work, like, you need to find you need something. something. You yeah. need something. I agree. On this week's Teen Mom Tease, as you mentioned before, we have exclusive details on Mackenzie and Ryan Edwards' pregnancy. And I'm sure we're going to have more exclusives on Amber Portwood. Yeah. And maybe even Janelle. I know her custody battle's over, but we can never count Janelle out. We can never get enough of her. Yeah. Truly. <laughs> <laughs> so check back with RadarOnline.com and OKMagazine.com for even more crazy Teen Mom news. Well, everyone, that is all we have for this week's episode. Make sure you check back next week for even more Teen Mom drama. Bye. Bye.